It's Eat Right Radio. It's all about eating right. Produced with the help of our friends at the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Here's Melanie Cole, MS. Have you tried and tried to get your children to try new foods only to have them hold their little noses and push their plate away? Of course you have. Today, my guest is registered dietitian, nutritionist, and Academy spokesperson, Kristen Grodney. Kristen, welcome to the show. So, I hear people talk about picky eaters and their children are picky eaters. I want to start right off with what's your best advice if somebody wants to get their children to try and love new foods? The best way to do that is to introduce the food and be really positive about it as a parent and don't give up the first time. So if the child pushes it away, doesn't want to try it, keep trying and try to make the food fun. Um, Cut it into different shapes, use cookie cutters. Make the, the food appealing to the child instead of just kind of putting it in front of them. It has to be an experience that they want to be involved in and really are interested in trying. I agree completely. And so starting with little young kids and brand, you know, when they're new and eating solid foods for the first time, mm-hmm. even getting them involved in spices and such, that's okay, right? Getting a little seasoning here and there. Yes, absolutely. And that's, it's a huge misconception that when a child first starts eating solid foods, um, that we just have to make it bland and out of a jar and boring. And as adults, we know that we wouldn't want to eat that. And that's pretty much the same for a child. So introducing large varieties of foods, um, things that we may not always think of. So pureed parsnips with a little cinnamon, that's something great to enhance just their taste buds and awaken them and give them the desire to try more foods. Um, But spices such as cinnamon, curry powder, chili powder, herbs and spices like cilantro, garlic are safe for babies starting to try new foods. So don't be afraid to add those spices and awaken those taste buds so that they'll develop a palate that's wider ranged. And as they grow up, they will be open to new flavors and more and more um, variety of foods. One of the things, Kristen, I like to tell people is to getting your children involved because if they're involved in planting a seed for a vegetable and then helping you weed, which they don't love, but then helping <laughs> harvest and and cook the particular vegetable, you're more likely to get them involved and they're more likely to be willing to eat said vegetable. Yes, absolutely. You really want to involve children from as early on in the process um, of having the food as possible. So that's a great example. You know, planting a small garden with a few vegetables that your child may not be so willing to try is a great way to open the door so that they can see the process and they feel ownership to that particular fruit or vegetable. Um, Another great way is even starting in the grocery store. So even if you don't have a garden, bring your child to the grocery store and let them look at the wide variety of fruits and vegetables that are available and let them pick out one or two that they've never tried before that looks appealing to them. Bring it home and make it an experience again. So you want to make them part of the process so they feel like they're making some of these decisions and they are choosing these foods that they'd like to try. And if they don't like the food, then that's okay. You try another one or you try it again another day. But it's just involving them and making them aware of these experiences and what's out there as far as variety of fruits and vegetables and just foods in general. And what about role modeling, Kristen? Because I have kids come over here to eat dinner with my kids and we feed my kids everything and the parents say, oh, Mm -hmm. no, no, they won't eat that. 
And, and I yeah. don't like them to say that because I'm serving it. They might eat it for me mm-hmm. and see my children eat it. But parents sometimes won't eat broccoli, so their kids won't eat broccoli. Absolutely. And as a dietitian, I see that lots of times. Um, parents say, we don't eat onions. And so the child naturally adapts and thinks, oh, well, if my mom must not eat onions, then I don't eat onions either. So that's a really important point is that we want to allow the child a little bit of independence to decide what it is that they like and don't like. And as parents, we have to remember just because we don't like a food doesn't mean that our child will not like that same food. So it's really important for a parent to go a step further and say, even if I don't eat broccoli, I'm still going to buy the broccoli and let my child try it. Or in your situation, that's a great case that they can go to another place and try broccoli um, and have it in a setting that might be more comfortable. And they say, oh, you know, everybody's eating it. It's not so bad. So we have to make sure to reserve some of those um, specific things that we feel like we don't want to eat and not enforce that on our children as well. Well, I, I haven't really met too many foods that I don't eat. So for me, Kristen, it's it's really a done deal. But what about those picky parents and getting the kids, if they're going to sit down and have a good family meal, but you want your child to start liking broccoli and asparagus, then how do you kind of get past your own dislike of a certain food? Do you just suck it up and say, okay, I'm going to eat this because I want my children eating it because everyone says it's so healthy? In some cases, you do want to model and say, you know, look at mommy, I'm willing to try this food again. And it may not be that you sit there and eat asparagus once a week because you want your child to have it and you don't like it. But it's at least role modeling. You know, I don't think I like this, but I'm going to at least try it again. I'm going to give it a chance. And you give it a chance, too. And if you like it, then that's perfectly fine. And mommy will continue to buy the asparagus if you like it. So it's it's because we don't want to create an environment where anyone feels pressure to eat anything in particular. Um, and that goes for fruits, vegetables, fast foods, any foods, really. But we do want to allow an environment where people are free to choose what they want to eat. And that's all that a parent should do is just provide that environment so that the child feels free to like broccoli if they want to, regardless of if mom does or doesn't. Um, but it's good for the parent to show that they're willing to at least try it again. And that opens the door for the child to feel comfortable to do the same. And bringing the child to the grocery store, maybe starting a little competition, let's let's all look for a recipe for kale this time. What do you tell people when they say, I, I want to try and eat kale or bok choy or any of these really healthy foods mm-hmm. that I hear about, but I don't know what to do with them? Right. So it, it is a great idea to, you know, do a little bit of a, a challenge amongst your family members and even allow the child to try to prepare it. You know, if there's a safe recipe that doesn't involve um, heat or knives, you know, or something that you can assist the child with, let them try a new recipe for the family. Another good way is if you go to a grocery store that has a prepared food bar or a salad bar where you can try little bits of different types of fruits, vegetables, and prepared foods that you normally wouldn't try. If you do that, then it's a little bit less expensive and it allows the family to try a wide variety and just say, oh, you know, we really like that. Let's get that the next time. And maybe we can even prepare it ourselves. So, and I always encourage people when you're going out, if you go out to a restaurant, 
always try something new that you wouldn't typically try. So if they do have sautéed bok choy on the menu today, try that. It's one portion. You're not going to be spending a whole lot on it, and it gives you the opportunity to try something new and then determine if this is something that we would love to have at supper next week. I love that advice, to be able to try little bits of it, especially when somebody else mm-hmm. is cooking it, because yes. maybe you will like the Maybe you didn't like the way your mother cooked over a cooked asparagus, but maybe you're going to love it the way you see it on the salad bar with some almond slivers on top or something. Mm-hmm. So in just the last minute here, Kristen, and it's such a great topic, give us your best advice for getting those children to really savor all of the flavors that are out there so that they can eat healthy. My best advice is to start early. So as soon as the child comes out of the womb, even as a breastfeeding mother, have a wide variety of flavors in your diet. And as they start to have more solid foods, don't be afraid to introduce the flavors. The earlier, the better. Once they get introduced, they'll continue to have the desire and a palate that will allow them to try lots of different foods. And the more variety, the more nutrients, the better the child's diet will be not only as a child, but lifelong health. Absolutely and beautifully put. Thank you so much for being with us. You're listening to Eat Right Radio with our great friends from the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. For more information, you can go to eatright.org. That is eatright.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening and stay well. Stay well.